Just bring me a pack of backwards and a slush. Slim, I ain't gonna hold you. You might be waiting for a minute, Mo. I mean, I don't even know when we finna be back. You know we outside. Ooh. It's a new year. It's a new year. And we outside. Yeah, we outside. Run your mouth and we pull up. Run your mouth and we pull up. Yeah, we outside. We outside. You got problems? We can solve them. Cause we outside. Dollar, dollar, I'm a Pioneer City baby. Nana tried to save me, but I go where they pay me. Yeah, the flow is wavy, deeper than the Navy. And a bass kicking like a D boy in the 80s. Yeah, my whole family spent time on that grimy block. Outside 24, ducking shots, not a shoddy Welcome back to Faded Truth. Thank you for being here. Thank you for subscribing and supporting the growth. I'm so excited to be closing out season four. We got the last one, Save the Best for Last. I like I that. got pro wrestler, actor, dancer, TV personality, Kratom professional, and everyone's favorite bachelor, Kenny King. Well, dang. I need to hire you to be my PR lady. That's, that's way better than my How last PR person. I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, you know, I had to throw that little dig in the end. Yeah. I was other media, I was like, oh, we have to, we have to get into it. I noticed that you, you saved that last little bit. All right. I'm, okay. But it's true. It's true. I'll take it. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for coming to the FSW here at Future Stars of Wrestling. Yes. We're live in the ring. Future Stars of Wrestling, y'all. I'm in the ring. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, so we're not gonna. You don't want to learn how to like suplex and body slam and pop. Just in case. Okay. Look, I'm not scared. I've been doing Muay Thai. You know, that's my thing. This is a little too. I don't grapple. Do you like Muay Thai? Yeah, I like Muay Thai. Nice, I nice. It. I love kicking shit. You're I always love boxing. So I'm like, I feel like it's a great workout because I was feeling like I worked out like in the gym my whole life. I've done competition things like that, but I feel like now I've done it so much that it's not a therapy for me anymore. Okay. Like, I, my mind is, like, if I'm lunging across my driveway in my gym, like, I'm still thinking about my issues or something I have to do later. It's not like I don't have to put my full focus, right, because I know I'm not going to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Whereas with Muay Thai, um, I can't fuck it up because I'm going to get hit in the face. Amen. And they will hit you in the, they you in the <laughs> you face, know? yeah. So, um, hold on. Mike's calling us. He's getting the, he's getting the fucking the wine at 7 -11. Wine and water, you know. Just get us two four packs. White dip and vanilla, okay? Down for whatever. <laughs> He's not picking either. Just, just whatever it is, just get it here. Get some water. Some water Thank and you. some wine. All right. That's what I love. We'll 
Betcha wine for you. But those are, that's a good interruption, right? That's a I good... Can, I'll interrupt any day for mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, um, <clears throat> from Florida. Yeah. Okay. I never really feel like I meet people that are, like, from Florida. It's like, usually everyone moves. Well, from I Jersey. did. I'm from New York, originally. Oh, Yeah, okay. I was I born and raised in no Queens. I uh, born and raised in Queens, and then I moved to Florida. Just like everybody does. Everybody goes from up, up north to Florida. Yeah. Hardly. I mean, you got some people that are from there, but most people are snowbirds. Right, and then how'd you make it to Vegas? So, uh, I was in Florida. I went to school in Florida, uh, and I, to my sophomore year, I played football, uh, played football at Florida State, transferred to University of South Florida, and then my sophomore year, I think. Um, so, my parents had already moved to Las Vegas. Um, so, I transferred from University of South Florida to UNLV to play football. Mm -hmm. And then. You saw that you got a uh, red shirt? Yeah, so what happened is it was a. Uh, um, well, let's just say somebody was salted that I was transferring, so they held my transcripts. So I had to pretty much, I didn't really redshirt, I had to forfeit a year of eligibility. Uh, so I had to give up a year of NCAA eligibility. I couldn't play the 2001 season, so I just had to come here. I pre pretty much came here for nothing, and then that's how I got into wrestling. I got on Tough Enough November of 2001. And that's I have 2002. Well, that's when it aired. Wikipedia. He didn't send his bio, guys, so <laughs> Wikipedia lying over here. But it aired. No, it aired 2002, I but 2000, 2001 is when I shot it. Okay, so that's what I was going to say. That was like your first entrance into wrestling was the WWE Tough Enough. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it just kind of spiraled. You kept doing things. I saw you worked with a lot of different people yeah, in yeah. there, and we're learning from people. So, like, when you get into wrestling, is it, like, foreign? Like, are you already watching wrestling when you're growing up? Like... No, I've been a wrestling fan, like, my whole life. Okay. Like, as a kid, like, I was watching, you know, as a, geez, I'm going to date myself as a kid. I was watching Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and, and The Ultimate Warrior. And then it didn't stop. Like, as I grew up, I mean, as a teenager, I was still watching, like, The Rock and Stone Cold. And, uh, but, you know, you can, you, it's not like now. Like, back then, I was like, well, how do you become a wrestler? Right? There's not like now you can get on the internet and look up wrestling schools. You might as well be an astronaut. There was nowhere that you could go to kind of learn how to do it. So, um when I was, I was actually in my dorm room watching the first season of Tough Enough, like, yo, I think I can do that. Like, matter of fact, I know I can do that. Did you and then, your own outfits? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of have to, but uh, um, I would make my, I would always do like, my parents would be mad because I would cut holes in towels and do the Macho Man <laughs> thing, and then I'd get the glasses, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've been a wrestling fan my whole life, but I was an athlete. I played football, so I never really felt like you know, things would happen like that until they kind of did. Yeah, because I just um, came in here while you were training, and uh, the way that you were doing it, it reminds it's like still chore like choreographed and like it's still athletic to where it's like, I don't know, it's not as foreign as people think, I guess, because I don't think people realize the training you have to do to like actually wrestle, because you yeah. will get hurt if you don't, like, if you can't, if you and your partner are like off and you don't know what the fuck's going on. Right? It's just, it's body, uh, body coordination, and, and you have to just be really, really self-aware. Like, you have to be aware of, of with football, you kind of just have to be, you can kind of play with, like, reckless abandon. Like, I just want to launch myself like a missile and whatever happens, happens. But with wrestling, you really have to be cognizant of, like, what's going on. Sometimes there's five people in the ring. Sometimes it's just you, someone. But then there's a referee, and you have to be really mindful of what's happening. If some, if your opponent is tired, they may not be able to, you know, they're they're their perception might be off. You have to save somebody, catch them. Like, there's a lot of things going on. There's more, and I feel like that's kind of fell in love with it because from Tough Enough, I was like, there's way more to this shit than I had any idea. There's like, a lot going you on. just felt like it was just, oh, I'll just do this, and blah, blah, blah. But, like, when you really get to it, like, damn, there's... So, and that's what, with my students, I have to be like, you have to do this, get 
comfortable enough to where you stop freaking out about everything that's happening at once. Once because it's a lot. I mean, I came in and I was like, oh, going. So I, I've actually been here before once um, because I came for Ice Williams match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like one of my first interviews, probably in 2020. That's my dog, Ice Williams. Yeah, so I, he actually came like here, and that's when I like first even. I'm like wrestling's a thing. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't even know, you know. Like Mike's fanboying over here because he's like, oh my god, I could be here five days a week. Like, this is the best. Hello. Hey, Rock. How's it going? Good? Yeah. Uh, it's all yeah. good, man. I'm, I'm just glad to I rock it to you. This, is, uh, this is one of the owners that... Of the, up here? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Thank you for letting us use your space. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you, man. We have a lot of what we have here at the production. Man, it's sitting right now. Right, right. You're the man, Rocky. I appreciate you, bro. It's always a good spot. My man. Shout out to Ice Williams. Ice, Ice, Ice. he's one of my he's one of my students, man. He's he's I'm so. He still, he still works out here. Yeah, he still he still oh, wrestles okay. here. Nah, he's uh, he's come such a long way, man. He's so good. It's crazy. How did you start training here? That like how did you get into Future Stars of Wrestling? Uh, so I've been wrestling for a long time, uh, and the the other owner of FSW is a guy that. When I was training, I used to, when I was, after Tough Enough, I was training at a school that's kind of like right behind the Rio. It was called uh, the Ultimate Wrestling Federation, the Las Vegas Pro Wrestling Academy. Same, same thing, but, um, so I would kind of like, I mean, like, really, it was smaller than this, like, you know, half the size. But we'd go in there train, it'd be hot, we didn't have air conditioning, and we'd go in there train. So that guy was an, uh, an announcer. So, like, all those years later, I mean, FSW's been, we just did our 14th anniversary. So, 14 years ago, he was like, hey, man, I really think I want to kind of bring wrestling to Vegas. I want to see if we can do something. And uh, I was like, yeah, all right. So, uh, we did a couple of shows. And I think around the third or fourth years when the school, like, was like, I want to have a school and I want to kind of get involved. And I wasn't, at that point, like, ready to be a coach or nothing like that. Ah, man, I'm still good, man. I ain't trying to do none of that. But I feel like um, now I've, I've probably been coaching here, like, eight years. And I feel like that is, I don't know, it's something I see. Like, these kids, man, I see uh, a portion of myself, like, at that level, like, that hunger, that love, the the wanting to be in here till 10 o'clock at night, every right. single night. Um, uh, I, that kind of, like, that fuels me as much as I kind of, I hope I give, they give to me what I give to them, so. Do you feel like that so. was the first time that you, like, really helped people out, like, as far as um, making a change in people's lives or making an impact on people's lives, like when you started training? Yeah, I, I feel like that is the, the probably the most, like I've done things like where I've, with, through, um, through wrestling, done like um, different charity things. I've played like with Wounded Warriors or like I've went down to D Street and like, you know, like handed out like food and things like that with different charity organizations. But like, that's not, that's kind of like very general just helping humanity like when you see someone that can't do do a specific maneuver and they're like struggling with it and then you just kind of like watch them mature and then they, all of a sudden they can do it and then they're on to the next thing like that's a very specific way that i feel like okay man i i, I help someone advance someone so it's it's definitely the most um rewarding because i can help people in the specific i can watch people's progress like people my inbox is flooded with matches for my students like can you watch this can you watch this i'm like yo i don't like watching wrestling but <laughs> i don't listen to podcasts yeah, so. so i don't like i don't watch wrestling so the only wrestling i watch is my students matches so yeah that's it's it's definitely been a fulfilling thing for me so we actually 
met at um, Champs mm -hmm. trade shows, and um, I did like a little uh, clip of Liz. Shout out to Liz. Shout out to Liz, and she was telling me about the kratom, and that's how you guys. He knew that he he saw you because he was like staring at you. He's like, oh, I think I know that guy. I'm like, go talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he came over. I was like, Mike. Was like, yeah. <laughs> it's a small. This is a small town. Yeah. Really, really small town. So 1836 Kratom. Um, I want to talk about just what I found out what Kratom is because somebody told me about this maybe two years ago. Mm -hmm. They were like, "Hey, you should like you should start talking about Kratom. You talk about plant medicine." Like, and I was just like, "Yeah, whatever. Like, don't care." And then now it's like coming back, and now it's like popping off, like how mushrooms are popping off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, Kratom plant from Southeast Asia, similar to coffee. Boost energy, reduce anxiety and depression, a natural painkiller in replace of opioids. It's normally a tea, but now it's popular more in powder and capsules. Um, and Liz was explaining like that there's different leaves, like green, white, light, mm -hmm. dark. There's like special strains on the site. Mm -hmm. So like, mm -hmm. um, let's just get into it. So like, how do you even like get into Kratom? Uh, the owner of the company is a guy that I grew up with. Shout out to 1836 Kratom. Shout out to Jeremy Setting. Um, he's a guy that. Uh, We've been best friends for a really long time. Um, he was a, I mean, he, he'll never tell you, but he was this close to like being a like country music superstar. Wow. And you know, shit happens, and then it and it just didn't and it didn't happen. He fell a little short, and then I uh, just got into kratom. Like he was taking kratom and he was using it uh, for for his own personal use, and just kind of fell in love with it. Like, well, hell, if I'm using this and other people are using it, uh, why not try to sell it? So he started a creative company literally out of his garage and started it in uh, I believe it started in Nashville started it in Nashville and then moved to Austin and then like just blew the whole thing up like uh, that's where the company's based out of Austin now um, and that's so I get into it I, I <clears throat> kind of you know we're, we're, we're friends so I'm seeing oh you got this business going on oh that's cool you give me some stuff and and so in parallel I'm hearing about Kratom uh, in the wrestling business, like a couple of the, you know, some wrestlers are like, oh man, like, have you, have you heard of this stuff, Kratom? Like, no, I, I haven't heard of any of that stuff. And uh, like, oh, like, I like to take it after matches. It kind of like, you know, some people smoke, some people take pills, other people take, right. so the ones that were like, kind of weaning themselves off the pills were like, nah, man, I take this Kratom stuff. And it kind of like, gives me the same, like after match, like when my, I get numb, like my, my, my I don't feel like the aches and stuff like, cause after a match, once your adrenaline runs off, like you really start to feel it. Right. So. Um, everybody kind of has their post-match, whatever it is that you do, right? So, um, so Kratom, that's kind of how I first started hearing about Kratom. And then, uh, and then, you know, it simultaneously happens. And then there was a champs here. Oh God, that was like three years ago. He was like, hey man, I'm coming to Vegas. I'm, you know, I'm doing this trade show. Why don't you come through? Um, and then I came through, saw what was going on. I was like, damn, this is pretty cool. So then the next time I came through and like, you know, I think I was tag team champions at the time, so I brought a t one of the belts, and I was signing eight by tens. And then uh, we went to the Arnold, and I did that at the Arnold. And then I started to kind of like start. All right, well, let me see what this is about. And then I started kind of taking it, um, and then I started to kind of get involved in it. And then uh, now I kind of believe in it. Like I, d I really dig the movement. I, I, I think that it is medicine. I think, in my opinion, um, kratom is right now where CBD was a couple of years ago where it's on the cusp where people a couple years ago didn't know is CBD weed what is this is right, what is it is it good right 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 um because there's a lot of regulations yes you know like I was looking at like what like how this is being regulated around the country and it's like 
people want it to get regulated so that it can be adultered. Yes. But they have the Creative Consumer Protection Act, which, like, I know Nevada has it. So it just means that, like, you can't put too much of the compounds, right, into it. It's it's basically, uh, I'm not sure. I know the, the one, there's one that just passed in Texas. And it's basically just there is a, an American Creative Association. They set kind of guidelines for, like, um, you know, testing and what you have to be really kind of specific and um, uh, forthcoming with what's in the product, right? Like this is exactly what's in it. This is how much metrogenine's in it. That's what's the active chemical in, is in Kratom. How much metrogenine, uh, the percentages. Um, they do something in the in the industry which is called black or white labeling where they'll just get like a block of Kratom from somebody and then they'll just put it in this bag. Like we don't want, we don't want to do that. We don't want any Kratom coming from someone's basement or underneath somebody's bed you know that's we want all of the kratom to be regulated tested so that you know it is so that all of the fear and all of the unsurety can kind of go away yeah i like how you guys had a thing there too for if you're sober like mm -hmm. it's like a warning like i was laughing at liz when she pulled out the thing because she had that same big ass <laughs> what is kratom like, uh -huh, like uh -huh. fucking 10 paragraphs and i'm like Jeez. like but then I was like looking at it and I'm like, it makes sense because um, when I started the podcast is when I first learned that people could come off heroin with weed mm -hmm. and this, you know, the plant helps people come off opioids, you know, so I was like, it's amazing. It's just amazing what plants can do and how like it can really, you know, change you. But then also like it says on there, if, it's, if you're looking for something that's not a mind altering thing, you know, then I would stay away from it. You know, because it's not a drug, but it is altering something. Now, I want to say, just just to be said, like it, it uh, it's not a uh, a FDA proven statement that it is it helps people, you know, come come off opioids. Oh, no. um, but it is, you know, some people have said that that is a thing. You know what I mean? So that's not something that we necessarily claim. But uh, I I know somebody. I mean, it really no claims being, no made. Claims being made. But um, there's a lot of people that have used kratom to to get off of all different sorts of vices. Right. Me, myself, personally, at the Arnold last year, I ran into a guy that I've known in wrestling for like 10 years and got into alcohol real bad and really like messed his life up and messed his career up with alcohol. And he kind of was looking up at the banner, like the Kratom sign brought him over and he looked down and he's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, what are you doing here? And he was telling me about like, man, I, you know, I started taking Kratom about three years ago when I hit rock bottom, like I, I got to stop drinking. And he's like, man, Kratom helped me get my life back together. So he's married, he's got, you know what I mean? He's got got shit back together so it um it has it. definitely helped okay so, what did you, what's in our box? so this is uh one of our sample boxes so this is uh one of our info cards that is all of our our kratom so like you said there are three main strains of kratom there's white red and green and it works a little bit like weed um where how like uh, sativas give you energy or, you know, or uppers and indicas give you, you know, indicouch gives you a little bit more of a body like relaxation and then hybrids do a little bit of both. Um, reds are for like more relaxation, more calming effects. Whites have a focus, uh, focusing effects and green is for energies. So what we do, we have the right white, red and green kratom, but we also do a lot of blending of the strains and that if you look at the, uh, the, the key there, it says each one of those has like, they're rated in like focus or relief or uh, mood, focus, energy, oh, focus, right. Asterisks. So each one of those, so you get to kind of see, all right, it, what do I want to feel? Like, do I want, so this is our, uh, a mix of all of them, the red, white, and greens. Um, this is our, like our whitest white Shangri-La. This is a good mix of our red and whites. This is our deep reds. 
Um, and then that those are our <clears throat> like our main. What's uh, Aris, was it Aristotle's? So Aristotle's that, is like one, one of our... That like something I would like. What, okay, so let me get to it. So that's not one of our specialty products. So now you get into specialty blends down there. So Aristotle's Logic is our white uh, kratom, but it's also got chaga mushrooms and lion mane mushrooms. So that is like a heavy, like, if you want to clean your house, if you got like a project that you want to <laughs> edit, you, you know, you pop some Aristotle's Logic and you won't... Nobody will hear from you for hours. You'll be locked in. So okay. that is... Um, that is definitely something that uh is this the one that you had mike yeah okay so yeah. i need to know thank you bro thank you oh nice <laughs> nice. Get? Water? nice 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 Let's nice the, the canned water Let's the perfect there you go oh oh yes thank you mike shout out to aquaman <laughs> aquaman let's cheers this <laughs> Yeah, yes. Yes, after a nice session. This is, this is what I what I like to do after <laughs> training my students. Drink Sutter Home with the Faded Truth. I mean, you can't listen, go wrong with Sutter. I'm not going to front on Sutter Home one bit. Not one bit. You know, one little one, you just like chug it, it'll give you a little quick buzz. Yep. <laughs> okay, so Mike took this one at champ after champs and he almost died so please tell me what the fuck happened because he scared me and i haven't touched the kratom that he gave me okay this is uh our lazy this is one of our newest products this is called lazy luau this is kava kava and kratom this is like 65 35 kava okay. and kratom so are you familiar with kava kava root I've, well no i've had kava tea okay so kava it's, it's a root it's the same okay. so some people have it in roots some people brew it in different ways so um the numbness of it it's it's a uh, a alcohol adjacent kind of deal like uh, so I have, I have friends that I grew up with at Tongans that like brew kava and like they'd hand kava, cups of kava out like in at celebrations and so it's like for people that don't drink and you still kind of want to have that same kind right. of they have, like, kind the of deal kava things in New York. yes yeah. yes so kratom and kava gives you kind of a um, that same kind of feeling but a little bit but the, the kratom will make you feel alert so it's a green kratom so it's more of an alert kind of relaxed chill feeling how much of this did you take and did you eat before you 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 took this see that's did you so, drink the whole bottle oh okay so <laughs> that's two things you don't do right <laughs> off rip right wrong dosage. yeah yeah wrong dosage on i wouldn't i wouldn't take any kratom on an empty stomach i always eat uh before i take any of it uh and this especially uh the first time you take it i'd, I'd take half you can pour like half of it into like a, a coffee or pour it into something that would would dilute it you know what i mean or in the water or you can you can you can pound it but um because it doesn't taste good <laughs> isn't it supposed to replace coffee though no well I, not necessarily because this is my thing like i used to be i'm caffeine free for probably five years now right? mm -hmm. i used to have a fucking coffee boy at the office and i had this giant mug and he would make me a giant mug of bustello every fucking morning. Cafe Bustello. You know, She's Bustello a real, is. oh my God. Right, so it's espresso. You use it with your little mug, sock too right? and you do the for real for <laughs> with the little. <laughs> and I would be chugging this, right? Zipping around the office. Whatever. So after I got off caffeine, I realized like how sensitive my body was to, even with sativas, like I don't like, I took out limonene a lot because mm -hmm. it would start giving like heart palpitations like okay. coffee. So that's something that would deter me when it says like, oh, you want to clean your house? Take this. Am I going to be like... 
Is it no, 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 no. So no. From the same, it's got the same compounds. It's they're, 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 It's a cousin. It's not necessarily the same compounds. It's so like I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest that you if that if that's how you feel. I wouldn't suggest that you take any green kratom. Okay. Because green kratom is like rocket fuel. Okay. But the white kratoms are. It's that's more of like a, a of a focus, more of a a. Uh, I, I hate to use weed term, more of a head high versus a. No, I like uh, it. You know what I mean? mean? Everyone can relate to it. Correct, right? correct. So when you say that it's close, similar to like cannabis, it's easier to understand. Yes. You have different strains. You have, like like you said, some are indigo, some are sativa. That's why I was just trying to figure it out if I was like wanted to start incorporating this. I, th I think you'd like I think you'd like uh, some some Aristotle's logic. I think I that think might. That's the one. How'd you know? Because I love mushrooms too, and I love. I just got Shaga start taking mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. love lion's mane so when I read it I was like oh, oh that's yeah cool. it's like a mixture of everything yeah yeah no that's that's dope that you might like that too the Indonesia sunrise that's our brightest some of our brightest whites also <clears throat> the kava is definitely an evening an evening chill out kind of relaxation kind of deal you wouldn't want to uh take these if you wanted to like have any energy or or, or really do anything <laughs> so this is good for maybe older people too that want to get sleep so then if you want sleep, then I would say like Lazy Law would be good or like some reds, okay. uh, like that, like you have a Texas red in there or like we have a uh, red Bali is also a, a nice like relaxing, uh, so like the red, anything red, right? Like again, red is your hybrid, red is your indicas, okay. green is your, your uh, sativas Wait, and your white hybrids. is your hybrids. Okay. There's a lot in here. What's your favorite way to consume it? Uh, I can't, I don't like the, the taste at all. It's terrible. I'm sorry. I can't dig it, it taste down. Like, like bitters? Like it's herbs? just like a, like you're chewing powdered leaf. Like it's, it's. I mean, I've, I've fucking been drinking bitters and herbs. And I'm a dry I've scooper. In, I've been in the village, so now I'm like, taste, I feel like taste is, um, relative now. To well, me. maybe you like so it. Maybe you like it. Maybe I'd be able to like chug it and have no problem. Uh, I like. Before I was like my nose and try and drink shit. I do capsules now because I was a dry scooper. Like, I dry scoop pro, like protein sometimes. I would dry scoop like pre workout. Yeah. So I thought I could dry scoop Kratom, but you can't. It's, it's, you can't. You can't. It's not Only good. Only the real one. Oh, I can't. I can't. Anyway, Jeremy can. Shout out to Jeremy. He can. Um, but I like the capsules. The capsules are good. I mean, they, even though they're, they're, they're gram size capsules, so they're, they're pretty good size. But, um, you know, I can pop three, four capsules and then boom, I'm, I'm, I'm in the game, you know? Okay, so if I take my white Kratom. And mm -hmm. I feel like I need to come down. Do people get sketched, sketched out by it at all? Have um, there any stories or are people like more? I think I think it's all about dosage and like I, you got to eat. Like you yeah. want you want. I always say if it's your first time taking kratom, uh, if you're taking pills, I say like take two. Give yourself 10, 15 minutes. Check in with your body with anything, any new it's substance you like, bring in your yeah, body. Yeah, it's kind of like weed, but I feel like this is something that I would have to pay attention to more. I would, you yeah. know, just just because it's new and it's so like it's so it, it does it, it touches the same receptors that, you know, for example, like that that opioids get connected to, but it doesn't. Uh, and I hate to to get this technical and no, then fuck that. up the fuck up the wording, too, yeah. but it touches, but it doesn't connect. Yeah, if that makes if that, I hope that makes sense. So it's that's the difference between the, the addiction level. Right. Yes. Yes. You're getting still getting what you need, but it's and it's not hanging on, right? It's just like it. giving you the brush, giving you the brush, and then it, and then you're out, right? Versus yeah. just like hundred percent, hundred percent. So in Indonesia, which is where a lot of the villagers are, it's um, I was watching the video on 1836.com. It was uh, Kapuas Hulu. 
Indonesia. Yes. There's 135,000 kratom farmers there. Yes. So, is there? Are they trying to take like the land from them in any way? Because I know in the video it was kind of saying like, if you do take this from us, like you're taking our whole economy. Like this is something our economy runs off of, and you know. So what's you know what's going? Well, on? I think I think what that is is mostly as far as like the the industry here. Like the industry, creative industry here, for the most part, subsidizes like that entire right. industry there. So, um, you know, it is it is still a fringe kind of industry. So at any moment, you know, the FDA could be like, "Oh, right. we're done with kratom," and that and affects. That would suck for them because that's like they didn't have yeah, to give it to us. hundred percent. Kept it for themselves. hundred yeah. percent. But I mean, you know, in the in the industry of good business, it it is it is what it is because it comes here. So, um, you know, it's, it's a very, it's a good relationship. We have a great relationship with our farm. Uh, shout out to Edo. Um, and, you know, it, we have a great relationship with, with, with our manufacturers. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a really good um, process. We have a, uh, a warehouse in Austin where we, we make all, all of our stuff, our extracts. We, we mix all of our own powders. We capsule all of our stuff. It's, it's a big wow. warehouse. We, we get it all done in-house. And so, what's your favorite kind of creative? Uh, fighters full potential. So that's how I started because uh, I, I was trying to get off of caffeinated pre-workout. Um, I didn't want to feel. You already know. That and fucking what? Redline. Um, I, I was Redline, Redline or uh, there's another one. Um, C4 and. I'm um, you, I really fucked my shit up when I was competing and just training in general. I was just. It's just because because you get to you get to the point where like you that becomes part of your routine right like all right i gotta grab this and then i get on my way to the gym and, and then wait, wait, fucking 20 minutes so i start shaking yeah you and and, and, and then, then it's like a good hour and I then go. you gotta start dry scooping <laughs> c4 like because the because the dry scoop and then washing it down with rice yeah like that that's that's where i was trying to back down off of and then um so because i don't like the taste of kratom i was going so one of the specialty products it's got so it's got uh it's a super green kratom it's got like turmeric and there's i think there's some egg and cinnamon <laughs> but there's a cinnamon in it um so it's got a little bit of, of a different kind of taste but um i was taking it super green kratom and i was just like all right well let me just see how this goes and i was getting some of those same feelings i'm not going to say like it was a complete absolute one for one swap but i get the sustained energy um, like it kicks in mid-workout, like I feel like, all right, boom, I, I don't ever feel like I'm, I'm looking for energy, I'm, I'm locked in, and it doesn't, I can take it at like 8 o'clock if I have a late gym session, I'm not up till 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, right. so it's one of those things where it's, it, you do get the naturalness. To, to, to test it, i just been so like turned off after coffee that I'm like anything that's like trying to give me a jolt of energy i'm like i'm scared <laughs> well agreed I, and, and so like the, so these ones there's one in there that's kratom and caffeine i would say stick away stay away from right. that stay away from the green means go i we like have the kava though mixed because when i was i was on a tea kick for like maybe two months because i was like oh something to replace coffee maybe. Uh -huh, uh -huh. but like then i just fell off but i was drinking that kava tea and i was like oh my whole mouth is like numb and i'm like well, i guess this is cool before i go to bed yeah it's a cool little trade-off <laughs> right like your mouth gets numb and start to <laughs> do a little bit of that yeah no kava kava has been uh especially the kava and kratom that's a that's definitely a big a big one this is one of our most popular items do you have like a favorite um story of like people somebody healing with kratom besides i know you talked about the guy that came off alcohol but have you heard anything crazy that's like stuck out to you i mean that story specifically that's why i tell it because like he <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I mean, like, had gotten arrested, like, gotten fired from WWE. Like, I don't, I don't want to say nobody's name or whatever, yeah. 
but got fired from a, from a pretty decent decent job um, and it was causing major major issues in his life and uh, has completely turned it around and when I heard that he turned it around and it's a good friend of mine like I, I really like him a lot and I was sad to see it but like to see that Kratom was the the catalyst for all that I was like damn it's not just this or just that or just this people can can find it where you know it's really it's really medicine it's and that's what I dig about this company it's not necessarily about hey take this shot and get fucked up take yeah. this you no, know what I mean really like even like I said Liz pulled out the whole thing and I'm like wow everything's really detailed here like you know you guys are I went on the site and looked around and I'm like you know you really want to promote this to people it's like you do your research because your whole thing is research reflect decide mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so you're really promoting people to like learn what the fuck you're taking learn about what it is I mean you, I feel like you actually do more than cannabis companies do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Take it, so. Well, because it's, 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 is it for you or, or not, right? This is more of a wellness thing, like, and it's not like, well, take this, which one of these is for you? Is it raining? I don't know. I'm like, what's more? I'm like, now? is that rain? That's crazy it's as rain. hell. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, where that's rain. Where are we? <laughs> where are we? <laughs> that's crazy. I'm that's back crazy. in Jersey. I fucking hate it. It's Florida. This is Florida weather. Oh my God. Guys, we just got over this rain. We just got over it. Ah. All right. So, <laughs> you're also a TV personality. Your wrestlers are going to love this. Because you're on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Real Housewives. You even did a Chippendales scene somewhere in yeah. Vegas. Oh, I, was in, I, was, I, I worked at Chippendales for four years. You were there for four years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. So... I want to start with The Bachelor because, like, these shows, you know, when people watch them, I never really, like, watched them. I was just like, all right, everyone's just the same person, just trying to fuck with the same person, I guess. Right, like, right. So tell me, how was your experience on that? I know you left early. I dug it. It, it. it was a great experience. I, um, you know, it was one of those things where I was just open to the opportunity. I wasn't like, oh, man, I'm going to go and I'm going to marry this girl. Friend. I'm going to make this girl marry me whether she wants to or not. You know what I mean? Like, it was just one of those things where, like, if this is the woman that I'm going to marry then 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 this is the way that it happened and i'm open to it right um it didn't happen obviously which is fine but i met like i mean the the process the people that i got to meet the the opportunities that scripted? came from it it's not scripted nobody nobody's ever said to me well they'll say to you hey how do you feel about this guy do you think he's a dick or so so they'll try to get you to say whatever but nobody ever handed me a script and said hey do this or say this i feel like it's and I'm past my NDA, so I can say this. Uh, I feel like it's just really good casting. They're 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 really they got it down to a science as far as like oh let me get her because I don't think she'll like her. Oh you know what him right. he's gonna rub him the wrong way. And so it's because you ultimately like it's a love story, right? And a love story only involves like one and two maybe three people. But the rest of everybody is just side stories and filler and entertainment while background entertainment for the love story. So that's what the casting really is. It's psychology and casting while saying, well, how can, who, what are the supporting cast, what are the supporting players while we, you know, push this love story? Did you feel like you had any real connections on Bachelorette or Bachelor? Um, no. <laughs> no. No. I mean, look, it was a shout out to everybody. Everybody's cool. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm a little older too, so I'm just on some different stuff. So it was just, uh, it was so cool. I have not found the one yet. I got close. I got close. And with your Chippendale days, no. do you have any crazy stories? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's your craziest thing uh, that a woman has tried to do to you? Because, you know, women, like, okay, so 
it's like different like strip clubs like women be like oh men are nasty but like in a male strip club women don't give a fuck right it's like open everything they be grabbing everything they be just it's yeah. So women, women are absolutely worse than men. So chip and nails is a little different. So it's like it's it's there's no like solo dances or like like uh, like lap dances. It's all like stage choreography. You know, I don't know if you've ever been to like have yeah. you ever been to chip and nails? Yeah. Okay. So so the only time that we ever like get like harassed or molested is like when we go into the crowd or whatnot. So um, and that is <laughs> that's harass and molest time. So but the things. Things that men would absolutely get like beat up by bouncers if they did in a, in, a, in a strip club. Women are just like, what? There's nothing wrong. With yes, I got my hand in your underwear. Right. So like it. Uh, so it's a weird thing. Um, but you know, women have you fun. Ever reminisce on those days? No. I mean, listen. <laughs> here, here's the fun thing. Like we get together sometimes. Me and some of the, the Chip and Hill boys, we laugh. And the fun thing is like we just talk about the things like the fun that we had on stage, and then the things that we try to make each other laugh and like crack up or mess up the choreography more so than any of the the crazy screaming women which which was a good perk for a time but uh it's it's really the memories and like the long the relationships that you build that i felt like that's what i took with me and you know you got a, a, a couple of absolutely insane stories here and there <laughs> <laughs> okay so i want to get back into the wrestling so you currently still wrestle for impact i do okay. i'm the current digital media champion dmc DMC! See, she did it. She already knows. I know. I'm like, that's the loudest you've been this whole interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's your, like, what's your character? Ah, you're going to put me on blast in front of, well, the character or the storyline? Which, okay, which one? Both, uh, so, Kenny King is a world-class athlete that um, has, has an issue because everywhere he's gone, he's been fantastically successful, but um, he... Humility, he only learns from like the, the deepest sense of humility or the, or, or the, or the, 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 the pits of, 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 of the fall. So um, throughout my career, my character has always been right there and it has been something probably through my own uh, overlooking or, or my own carelessness or my own confidence that has caused me to come up short one way or the other. When I haven't come up short, uh, it's... Be, and it, it's, it's all due to my supreme confidence and nothing else. So um, that is so. What that how that adds into right now is I'm the digital media champion, and I've decided that the digital media championship is way more important than the world championship or the X division championship because I'm champion of digital media. Like it reaches way more people. Like it goes out into <laughs> space, which actually like this saddle. This when you put this on the internet, it's going to go in space, which is going to go to the galaxy, which is going to be like you know all all in trillions of homes and alien you know on alien laptops so that's why the digital media championship is just way it way i mean not even people yeah like we're not even talking about people like aliens and like <laughs> you know borgs and whoever else is out there they watch your boy get busy <laughs> okay so that's the character that's the character okay so now do you have a partner or no it's just me I, I have a i have a young padawan who i'm who i'm grooming to to come up like kenny king okay where can we watch you wrestle uh, you can watch Kenny King on Impact Wrestling Thursday nights on Access TV. Check me out. Uh, I don't know when this is when is this going to come out. Um, first week of September. So I will have just uh, by this point defended my digital media championship on pay per view uh, live from Toronto Sunday August twenty ninth. Uh, August twenty ninth Sunday August twenty ninth I think right. Oh, okay. No, so the twenty seventh. Sunday August twenty seventh. Okay.
So you said you will just have to feed it. You already know. I, I, I mean, I, I, I already know. Why don't you already know? <laughs> Is there like, I know you said you like told Podium, but was there like a um, yeah. rivalry that was like your favorite? Or favorite uh, storyline that you, have, that you like love watching? I, so so I, I'm gonna take that back. She didn't say she's not gonna say on God Internet that I like Hulk, like Hulk Hogan. I liked Hulk Hogan when I was a kid, but <laughs> my like for Hulk Hogan is it's gone. It's not as Damn. it's not as strong as. And if you know, you know. That's all I'm. <laughs> if you know, you know. Like, you ain't you ain't gonna put me on the internet talking about Kenny King likes Hulk Hogan and just sound like that. Um, my favorite of all time, uh, probably, and this is a little bit later on. Uh, my favorite rivalry of all time is two guys from a company called ECW, which was like a so it was like a scrappy young company that was just kind of like trying to compete with the big boys at that time. But it was a guy named Rob Van Dam and a guy named Jerry Lynn were just fantastic like athletes and the toy. Um, like Rob Van Dam was like a martial artist, kind of like Rob Van or Jer uh, John Claude Van Dam kind of style, and Jerry Lynn was just like a everyman technician, and they just had some amazing battles so that was like the, when i was a kid i was like man those those motherfuckers right there like they're the best wrestlers in the world and then um at some point in my career i got to wrestle and beat both of those guys so oh shit yeah 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 10 year old kenny was like yeah <laughs> i think it's so funny though because like whenever i do talk to wrestlers or like i just like think back of when i was on my bed or my couch or whatever and i'm like it's just crazy how you like make your dream come true and yeah. like most people, you know, they don't enjoy their life because they're doing shit they hate. Like, no one likes fucking going to a 9 to 5. No one likes not being able to do their passion, you know? 100%. So, it's like, when people actually can do it and make money off of it, that's like, when you can monetize your passion, there's like nothing like it. I agree. You know? I agree. So, I'm happy for you that you, like, came to this point. And, you know, shout out to all your wrestlers here that, like, really, you know, you know they understand, they respect you, and, like, they want to work with you. Shout out to my students. Y'all are good. <laughs> not too good, though, but y'all are good. Do you have a favorite wrestling move? Yes, I do. It's called the Royal Flush. Can it's you the. Show it to me? Yes, I can. Does anyone I... want to? Oh, do you want me to? Yeah, you want me to hit? You want me to hit? Do it to you? You're gonna fuck me up. Uh, well, I can't hit you with it, but uh, <laughs> uh, I could. I can show you the motion. How about that? Okay. All right. So I would pick you up on my shoulders, and then I would kind of like swing you out, and then like slam you on Anybody your back. Anybody want to get slammed? <laughs> <laughs> he said no. <laughs> They're smart. <laughs> They're smart. Is there a move that you hate doing? Um, I don't like. Uh, I really don't like jumping off the top rope. Really? Yeah, it's dangerous up there. You know how high, once you stand up there, I tell you what. I'll, I would. I would. When when we're done, we'll. I'll get you up there and yeah. you can see how high it is up there. I don't like jumping off the top rope, uh, and I don't like uh, dropping my elbow. You don't like elbow? Mm -mm. I love because mm -mm. I do Muay Thai, so I'm like I love fucking. Well, it's different throwing elbows than <laughs> dropping drop. one. Yeah, and then you might like hit it on this. Because then you got to hit your hip. Um, I mean, knock on wood, nothing specific. Like I've uh, I've been wrestling for twenty years, so I'm pretty much fucked up for the rest of my life. But knees, ankles, uh, I've separated both my shoulders. Um, uh, I, I'm pretty sure my meniscus is in there somewhere. Um, but. Overall, for right now, for, for everything, I feel great. Thank God. And you got Kratom for recovery. And I got Lazy Luau for active recovery. <laughs> Try some Lazy Luau today. <laughs> did you have a good time? I did. Thank you very much. This was super yeah, dope. I enjoyed my wine. I know I came and interrupted y'all's stuff, so I appreciate y'all. <laughs>
Um, so if we want to see the future stars of wrestling, when do they perform? Oh yeah, well come to check out. Uh, it might be futurestarsofwrestling.com. I think is if yeah, futurestarsofwrestling.com. Uh, we're on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. The next show, which will be had, won't be by the time this comes out. So the the show after this comes out will be Survival of the Fittest, I think, right? Future Stars of Wrestling presents Survival of the Fittest, September 10th, uh, and that will be at 7 p.m., Jer Jerry Silver Nugget. If you want to see some of the best up-and-coming pro wrestlers with some of the best current pro wrestlers, Future Stars of Wrestling is where it's at. Thank you so much for having us here. Thank you, Kenny King, for sitting down with me and You're ending the season four. It's been a long season, y'all. Happy to, I'm happy to take a break. Congratulations on four seasons, though. That's dope. <laughs> That's really Thank dope. You. Shout out to my BTS. I think he left. He got, he got babies. He got a lot of things to cater to. We all got life. It happens. Shout out. I'm going to let y'all uh, get back to it. But I appreciate you being here. Thank y'all for watching. Until next time. Thank Thanks. you. K-I-N-G-Q. Was it DB what? Oh, D DMC. <laughs> the digital media champion, DMC. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Richard, do you don't have a belt? Uh, you know what's crazy? I, I was like, out on the way over here, I was like, I should have brought my belt. You should have brought the belt. I should have brought the belt. All right, <laughs> y'all. Right, well, Nick Xander gets some revenge against AJ Aven, but he's still waiting for the big boss. What the? Wait a minute. I thought Jay wasn't here. I thought he was at the airport. How quick was that flight? Maybe AJ, maybe, maybe Jay shouldn't have come out here because Xander's seeing red. Sends him off. Oh, look at that. Look at AJ Avid saving the day for daddy. Because we outside. Dollar, dollar, I'm a Pioneer City baby. Nana tried to save me, but I go where they pay me. Yeah, the flow is wavy, deeper than the Navy. And a bass kicking like a D boy in the 80s. Yeah, my whole family spent time on that grimy block. Outside 24, ducking shots, not a shoddy clock. Look out, keep a shoddy cock. Act foul, get two body shots. Shorty said, please fly me out. Said she wanna try me out. Future bright, I'm shining now. I'm profound, she finding out Best in the world, especially when the stars align She asked me my horoscope and I said a dollar sign, 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 sign